The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. All right, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on, lots to get to. Devin Nunes, former U.S. representative, great state of California. He is now the CEO of Truth Social, working for President Trump on that new social media um, website. Not even a website, it's an app right now. They are testing out the web user interface. They're also testing out um, the Google Play Store. I think they made a deal with them, so something should be happening for those of you on Android soon. It's on iOS, and if you sign up on iOS, he says everybody is now on, and we're getting a lot of engagement over there. So I asked him about why he would get up and leave, um, being a U.S. representative where he's doing a lot of good work, and, uh, and go to work there, and he gives me his answer. And then we get into that a little bit. We talk a lot about, about truth, talk about Elon Musk buying Twitter. We talk about social media as a whole, that it's, a, it's not a zero-sum game. And then we talk a lot about, all right, so what's going on in the House right now? What's happening with these elections coming up? How can we guarantee to people that the election result will be what it should be legitimately? And we get into that as well. It's going to be a two-part series tonight and tomorrow night uh, on the Joe Pag Show. Glad that you came along for the ride. Also, Brendan Carr later on in the program. He is a current FCC commissioner. We talk about, again, social media, Section 230, Internet for All, um, Internet uh, or Net Neutrality, and much more on your Tuesday. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, I just saw your note. Are you okay? <laughs> I think I will be. You all right? Yeah. You, get a little, you get a little call after our little D's Nuts uh, video, audio? Oh, I did. Yeah, I got a message from my doctor who... Made LOL. somebody's day? Yeah. Your doctor didn't know that you are all foul mouth like that, huh? <laughs> uh, he pro- well, I don't know. No, I don't think he does. No. D's Nuts. Okay. Well, you can't hear no the song is too loud. to play that again. What are you talking about? You What's up? Stop playing it. Hey, uh, Carrie, did you ever see D- you ever see D's over here? D's and nuts. Well, come on, it's pretty good. Really? It's been a long time since we've done I this know, a little bit. Come on, so nuts. immature. I mean, it's so funny. Jeez. This this one. Listen, I'm I'm cracking up at the end of it. D's mm-hmm. nuts. I know you I mean, were I mean, crying. <laughs> I was done. I was done. I was. I uh, come on, dude. That was funny. Uh, yeah. That was very funny. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, I only had to read the story so we would have all that audio. Oh, I didn't know that. And I think that was one of the stories that I read cold. I had not seen that story before. You sent it to For me. those who don't know, uh, Carrie's such a pro. I will sometimes send Carrie a story and say, no, I really need this one. You should just read it. Yeah, I had I had not proofread it. I hadn't seen it before. And I just If we had the full story, I probably do mm. somewhere. But if you have the full story, I think you actually stop. I'm not saying this. Like if you're, if you're a news, pro- if you're a news though, professional, what? you'll say it. And, and I then, did. I yes, did. I know we have audio proof I, I know. that you, you in you fact did, and then after it. a while you started saying it like the next day. I was like, what? "He's nuts." No, I, was like, Why are you still I really didn't. It? No, I, very strange. <laughs> I would not say that. The no. audio I have is from two days later. I was like, "Why is she still saying that?" It's weird. <laughs> I didn't still um, say that. <laughs> all right, so so uh, it turns out we're starting to get audio. We can't play the audio, but uh, but you'll find Project Veritas actually has audio of people freaking the hell out who work at Twitter. Um, keep in mind, and again, those of you not interested in Twitter, you should be because the news that you're consuming on your local newscast, your 24 hour news channel newscast on, on the big three, that news is in fact influenced by Twitter specifically. It's become a very powerful website and and so-called platform. It's really a publisher. Um, and it really does drive a news cycle. 
So you got a guy who's the CEO of this, this Prague Agrawal, who said in 2018, Twitter, he worked at Twitter already, just wasn't the CEO yet. Uh, he said that Twitter should not be about free speech. It should be about inclusion. What that means is they're going to shut down speech they don't like, and they're going to push speech that, generally speaking, they would see as intersectional or not inclusive or, or would be more inclusive. They weren't included until now. So they've, they've completely skewed the website. People now are making the assumption that yesterday when the, when the sale was uh, agreed to or accepted by the board, um, the shareholders, I, I think, still have to agree to it, but why wouldn't they? They're making a ton of money. Um, all of a sudden, the engineers at Twitter started hiding what they were doing, and people like me suddenly were being found out on Twitter and being like, oh, look, I hadn't seen PAGs in, in two years. So suddenly, they kind of sort of shut off the censoring, and now you're getting more virality. There's a post that came up a little while ago, Carrie, where this guy says, and I'm not sure where he gets it, his name is Jeff Charles. Mm-hmm. Uh, he works for Red State, which is a website, Breaking, Alyssa Milano, Deborah Messing, and other high-profile progressives announced plans to leave Twitter and switch to Getter after Elon Musk purchase. What? Hmm. Do they not know who's running Getter? My guess would be no. <laughs> you know, and, and um, yeah, our good friend Mr. Miller is going, okay, come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on. Come yeah. yeah, you know, because I've I, I've 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 gained one hundred seventy seven thousand followers on Getter in like six months. I've got one hundred thirteen thousand on Twitter. It took me thirteen Maybe years. Deborah and what's her name will be your friend on Getter when they when they. Oh, we're, we're tight already. I just I'm like, listen, Are ladies, back off. Mm-hmm. Well, I have had a conversation with one of them. Which one, Alyssa Milano? Yes. Well, not a conversation. A, a Twitter back and forth. Uh huh. Remember when she was pushing for John Ossoff in uh, in Georgia? Right, because she was working there or something for a little bit. Well, she wasn't. Doing a she wasn't. show. Oh, she wasn't? Oh, I thought she no, was. No, no, no. You, you are remembering correctly, but that's she wasn't. She was living in Hollywood. So I said, um, mm-hmm. why are you pushing so hard for this guy when you don't live there? Oh, well, I spend a lot of time there filming my this, that, and, and the other, okay. and I'm planning to move there in October. I don't think she ever moved there. I said, well, great. So October came. <laughs> And I wrote her, I said, so are y'all moved in? <laughs> and does he So that was, our, that was our back and forth on, uh, on the Twitters. So, yeah, I mean, she's going to be on Getter now, and she's going to find that Getter is also okay. a free speech website and, uh, and app. And then she's going to say, well, that's, I'm going to Parler. Going to find the same thing there. <laughs> Twitter was their little safe haven. It was their place where they could go and light people up, yeah. get two billion retweets and, and, uh, and comments. And someone like me is like, Groundbreaking interview with Trump, you know, two retweets and a like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so finally, yeah. they are freaking out because they're losing their power. So you've got a couple of stories on that. Um, have you got the freak out of the users or you got the freak out of the employees? Well, I have what employees do you have? right now right, uh, from The Blaze. Many Twitter employees reportedly went absolutely insane on Monday after Elon Musk's acquisition. The social media platform was finalized. Immediately after the $44 billion purchase was announced, Twitter employees began voicing outrage and shock in private chat rooms. A New York Times reporter described internal communication channels as absolutely insane. I feel like I'm going to throw up. I really don't want to work for a company that's owned by Elon Musk. One Twitter employee told a New York Times reporter, 
I don't really know what I'm supposed to do. Oh, my God, my phone's been blowing up. The employee continued. I feel like he's a petulant little boy and that he's doing this to troll. He doesn't know anything about our policies and what we do. His statement about our algorithm was bleeping insane. We're just going to let everyone run amok. Nobody knows. Another employee wrote in a since-deleted tweet they were in need of a stiff drink. And the Daily Beast reported another Twitter employee wrote on Blind, an anonymous social media platform, that Musk is dishonest, clueless, and mentally ill. One employee even bashed fellow employees who support Musk, saying Elon fanboys are brain-dead mouth breathers. So let's break this down. This sounds an awful lot like Peter Strzok going into Walmart saying he can smell the MAGA, you know, from here or something. This is them looking down their noses at people who disagree with them politically. And, and it's really nothing more, nothing less. That's what it is. This is them saying, you are not as smart as I am. You are not as good as I am. And the fact that you think that you matter blows my mind. That's all it is. Because if I'm employed by Twitter, and thank God I'm not, but if I were, and the richest guy on the planet just bought Twitter and said, okay, we're going to have free speech now. I'd be happy to have a job. Why would I care that he wants free speech? I would actually be relieved that we didn't have to work so hard to try to stop free speech from getting out. And none of, I mean, Carrie, a lot of that is just ad hominem. A lot of that doesn't have anything to do. He's a petulant little boy. Mm -hmm. He's trolling. Would you troll with $44 billion? No. It's kind of a weird thing. No. Kind of a hard thing to troll, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. How do you how do you troll? I I don't know. With that kind of bread. It it doesn't make any sense. So the idea that they've got a problem with him on any level doesn't make sense to me. And then you've got Jack Dorsey, who is he's just slimy. The guy's slimy. Jack Dorsey, one of the creators or originators of Twitter the former CEO, he's tweeting about he thinks Elon's going to this and it's going to be great if Elon that. And then also Parag wanted to do the same thing. Lies. Look, Parag Agrawal, who's the current CEO, doesn't believe in free speech. Elon Musk does. Those two are incompatible. It's like what I said yesterday. Being woke and believing in free speech are incompatible. They are exactly 180 degrees diametrically opposed. So the idea that Twitter employees, who are probably making a pretty damn good buck, would complain about their new owner without any real reason other than just childish insults, it's very telling. Kerry, these people that you just talked about, what they were saying, are the people that have been running the joint for years mm, now. Yes, and that's why they're scared. Imagine that mentality, they though. They don't have a job. That mentality was how they were making the decisions. Mm, yes, as a matter of fact, yeah. And you're right, with Elon Musk coming in saying, okay, here are the rules. We're just going to go ahead and do the free speech thing. Somebody gives a, a an actual violent it. threat. Somebody says, we're going to drop a nuke on New York. Maybe we get rid of them off the platform. Anybody else can say whatever they want. It's free speech. But Kara, how's that going to go over? Uh, not very well for some of these people. Not very well. 88940. Go ahead. I was going to say, I mentioned during the break, you know, we're talking about the memes. Two yes. of my favorites were... Elon Musk is now going to buy McDonald's so he can fix all the ice cream machines. And that he's going to buy <laughs> the CMAs to fix country music. I thought those were wow. pretty good. I thought those were pretty good. I saw one earlier today where a guy was begging him to buy the southern border to fix oh, it. Oh, wow. Pretty good. Pretty wow. good. Might yeah. cost him more than $44 billion, though. I don't mm. know. 
All right, uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Simple question. If you're working for a company, a corporation, you're making a good buck, you're doing a job, and, and the boss comes in and says, okay, you all still have your jobs, but you're going to do it from home. I think he's going to shut down the Twitter headquarters and literally make it a homeless shelter. He said he was going to. I don't see any reason why he won't. Uh, you're going to do the job from home, so you're going to do it via the internet, and here are the new t- terms of service for Twitter. Don't you actually just, I mean, you, you say, okay, am I getting my paycheck Friday? Okay, good. I'll follow whatever those rules are. Or are they really all working there because they wanted the virtue signal and change the world in some way and the money was just a byproduct? 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Devin Nunes, the CEO of Truth Social, at the bottom of the hour on the Joe Pag Show. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It is the Joe Pags Show, 888-941-PAGS. JoePags.com. Here's another one. Hey, Elon Musk, buy Dominion Voting Systems next, please. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that one. Wow, yeah. That's that was sent one. to me. Appreciate that. Um, okay, so at the end of the day, um, Elon Musk coming in and saying, we're going we're gonna to take over Twitter and make it the free speech platform it said it would be, should be music to the ears of anybody who works at Twitter. Because right now, it must be really hard to continue to stifle people like me. Mm-hmm. It must be really hard. I mean, that's got to be a full, there's probably a, a, a team a of idiots that just for a lot keep of me down. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. So, and, and uh, thank goodness, it's, uh, it looks like it's going to start lightening up. I just saw this from Becker News, a guy that I follow on Twitter, that there are negotiations and talks in the works to possibly unlock President Trump's Twitter account. There you go. Um, they're, re- they're reviewing the very narrow and thin line that they used to ban the account, saying that it, it, they feared that he would continue to incite more violence, which he never did to begin with. So um, I think that's probably going to co- start happening in the next few days as well. That'll be interesting because Trump has his own social media site now. So, I mean, what happens then? I think if I'm Trump, I, I go on there and say, hi, I'm back. Why don't you all follow me on truth? You know what I mean? Why not? Sure. That, that but also, work, and I talk, actually. And I talked to, I talked to Nunez about this, and you and I have talked about this. Social media is not a zero-sum game. You could be on social media on, on several sites. It would behoove the former president to be on there. Yep. I'm on a billion sites. I'm on I too many sites are. now. You, you know what I'm not on for the past few days? And, and actually, I'm a little bit, I feel pretty good about it. What? Hadn't that been on the TikTok for the past few days? Really? No talk yeah. for you. Well, no talking it. No, good. I did not talk since uh, like Friday, something like that. Wow, that's refreshing to hear. Absolutely, right? Isn't that good news? Oh, yes. As- yes. Ask me why. Why? Oh, you can't, well, can you? I was, I was suspended again. <laughs> I was suspended. <laughs> I should have known. I should have known better. I know. So I've written to them. I've said you guys are a bunch of stupid faces. Uh, and it did, <laughs> didn't, didn't get me work? anywhere. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. So, um. So there you go. It is uh, at Joe Pags on TikTok, but uh, I, I can't I can't post till tomorrow at some point. I, oh, I don't know what the hell I are did. Are you going to make it? Are you going to be okay? I might not use it anymore, to be honest with you. It oh. was for me, 
for me, it was more of a, listen, I haven't gained any viewers out of it. I haven't gained any money out of it. I haven't gained any, any more listeners on the radio out of it. It was, it was a lark because Sam and, um, and Courtney, um, said I should go on there. And, and my sister Monica talked to me about TikTok a year before or something. And I said, no way. But I, I decided to do it on a lark just to see how fast I could grow a following. And it's been almost, it's been almost a hundred thousand people have followed me in like three and a half months. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's working in that sense that I have more virality on, uh, virality on that website, but I don't think I've gotten anything out of it for what I do for a living. And they keep on banning me. Um, uh, it, they say that I'm breaking their guidelines with the video that I post, right? Yeah. But then you can click here to appeal. I appeal it. They say, your appeal has been approved, video restored, <laughs> and then they still suspend me. It seems kind what of What is that? Really? What game is that? I don't know. They are playing a game. It's a game. Get off the talk. So uh, I've not been on there for a while, but allegedly I'm allowed to post sometime You'll tomorrow. You'll post tomorrow. I'm I don't sure know if I will. will. I just don't I know if I'm going to. I think you will. I think you will. You know what? I want? It, it, would, it would give me great satisfaction to get six figures there. If I can get 100000 on on TikTok in a few months, then we know how broken Twitter's been for 13 years. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Oh, and by the way, Facebook? For very much longer. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing. I actually posted a, a missing... Um, Flyer. I don't know if you saw this on my Facebook, um, but I posted that yesterday. And that one they let get like like a thousand shares, mm-hmm. which is good. I want as many people to see that and maybe go oh, help to yeah. find this young yes. lady. Um, so maybe their algorithm says, okay, missing person, we're not going to play with them. But any other time, whatever I post over there, nobody sees anything. Yeah, Nothing. I got to say, because Nothing. I was going to ask you, have you been posted? Because I haven't seen anything from you on Facebook. I, don't post, I haven't posted on my personal one in forever. No, but even on the fan page one. It, I post I all the time. It. Wow. Yeah, I've got a team of people that post probably four or five times a day on there. Hmm. You're seeing none of it. No. You know no. why? And I follow you. I do. Shadow ban. <laughs> no, it's a shadow ban. I mean, they're yeah. doing it on purpose. and I, the, yeah, It's I'm their sure. website. I can't even argue with them. They demonetized me and they put red flags on my account because I interviewed Mike Lindell. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. That's what happened. Uh, let me go to the phone lines. Uh, a quick call here from, uh, let's see here, Steve. What's happening in Florida? Talk to me. Hey, how's it going? Living the dream. So, um, I'm, I'm new to Twitter. I got a whole five followers, which yes. cracks me up. Uh, Get it, but man. The one, the one big, yeah, the one thing that cracks me up is uh, the view is trending where they say that uh, Elon Musk uh, made it for straight white guys. I was surprised that the show is even on. I thought Whoopi would have left was like when President Trump was uh, elected the first time. But you have the most vile show on there, so anti-American. And it seems like the only speech they like is their hate speech towards America. No, I'm with you. The, the View is is a hate-filled panel of ladies. And who said that was Sonny Hostin? She said it is a white, a straight white male website, period. The only thing she likes about it is that it's, it's got a block function. I, I have to say this. So, so this uh, uh, Sean King, who's a white guy pretending he's black. According to his wife, who says, oh, his race is complicated. Um, he basically, he's a white dude who's pretending he's black. You know, he's some black activist. He writes for the New York something, the New York some paper. Um, he deleted his Twitter account. Then he came back, and then he said, I own a gun, and it's loaded, and I know MMA if you guys want to mess with me, or something like that. And there's a picture of him without a shirt on. <laughs> what is that mudslide? I'm like, what, what are we talking about here? So I wrote back, I, I said, now I think he blocks me. I, I wrote back, I said, what does MMA stand for in your life? More mayonnaise allowed? I mean, what does that mean? You know what I mean? Dude, wow. What is wrong with these people? Carrie, they're all freaking out, Carrie. I know they are. It's a freaking are. website. They're going crazy. Yeah, I know. Come on, man. All right, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We come back. 
Devin Nunes, former U.S. Congressman in the great state of California. He's now the CEO of Truth Social. And we get some answers on what's happening with that website. Stay here. You're listening to Joe Pags. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. So glad to have this guy on, former congressman. It's uh, Devin Nunes. Devin, how are you? Good to meet you. Hey, Joe. Great to meet you. I feel like I already know you, though, (laughs) because, you know, you've been phenomenal. You've been on Truth since the very beginning. I think you were one of the first guys that came on the platform. Uh, You were actively posting all the time with videos. You were always good because you'd always put a video up, which was good for us because we had to test to make sure it worked. So we're very thankful for you. So when we got the message that uh, you wanted me to come on the show i'm like gosh we have to the guy's been like one of our best guys <laughs> on true social so well I, thank you so much. i appreciate that i've been a fan of yours for a long time of course uh, mr trump and i we've done 11 or 12 interviews uh, and i was lucky enough to be invited to the white house in 2017 to interview him so true social was was a, a no-brainer for me and i was glad to post on there the growth was very slow early on uh, i just looked at my phone before we started and i'm at twenty thousand now which is really fast and, and here's what i mean there aren't that many users on there yet compared to twitter and facebook but twenty thousand i think it took me eight or nine years to get 25,000 on Twitter. So uh, so the, the growth and engagement on truth is really working. But I want to dial it back a little bit if I can, Devin. I'm still kind of uh-huh. mad at you because when you said that you were leaving Congress, I was like, no, this guy can't leave Congress. This is one of the, the most level-headed, you know, pro-American voices we have. How difficult a decision was that to, to leave that post knowing that the House of Representatives was just about to get really radical? <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's a very good question, uh, but... You know, Joe, for you and your listeners, what what really happened was is that I was one of the first guys to catch the bad guys shadow banning me. Right. And that happened in 17 and 18. And, and you know, I was the that was during the whole Russia hoax. You know, I was the lead in, you know, I was running the House Intelligence Committee, chairing it, running that investigation, being attacked daily. And what I noticed was, is, you know, I was getting hit by every fake news organization in the country. I mean, you know, both print, radio, TV, all of them. Right. And, you know, the only way I could really get my message out was to put use social media. And what would quickly happen, I just noticed I was going down and down and down where if there could have been negative views on Facebook and Instagram <laughs> and Twitter, I had them. Right. And so, you know, we ran, we, we had a few people look into it and then boom, it was like, whoa, wait a second, they're shadow banning him. And, and it got out there, got a little bit, it made a little bit of news. And then I just said, well, God, this is this is horrible. Yeah. And so it got worse and worse. And that's when I got onto Parler. Uh, I was one of the first to go to Parler because I'm like, what, you know, what, you know, kind of like Trump would used to say, what the hell do I have to lose? Right. And and then I was I had a little podcast that I was doing that. And that was a way I found uh, I found a way using email and using Parler and doing a podcast, an audio podcast. I was able to reach my network across the country and it was working great. And then Dan Bongino said, hey, you ought to go to YouTube and do a video, a video, you know, you start video podcasting. Right. So I started doing it. It, it all looked great. Um, I had not, you know, I got up to like 9,000 followers and hell, I didn't know what the difference was. I thought 9,000 followers was good. <laughs> and so uh, then I got, it got so bad, Joe, that I was, it was going, my views were going down and down and down. 
And like I like to say, my views got so low that I had enough family members. I have a big family, big extended family. Right. Like my family would just feel bad for me. They would at least click the link just to give me the view. <laughs> right. So I said, okay, we, this is ridiculous. I'm spending this money to create this video podcast that's going nowhere. And I was sending it out literally to over a million people across the country. Like, how, how is it possible that, that people don't even open it up? And, and we were talking about really cool – I mean, not cool stuff, bad stuff for the country. But yeah. I was giving updates on the Russia hoax and the Ukraine hoax. And, and, we, all, and we all wanted that, but we couldn't find you because it wasn't being shown to us. It, it, exactly. So, so uh, well, I say, well, I, I, I want to jump in here if you don't mind, because you and I have, uh, we're living in a parallel universe. Um, I've got 165 radio stations, five to six million listeners. So through terrestrial radio, I know they're hearing me, but YouTube demonetized me because I dared interview. I think it was Robert Malone and, and I think I had Mike Lindell on. Oh my God. Uh, so they demonetized me. I couldn't make any money there. They weren't showing anybody my videos. Facebook, I've got almost 400,000 followers. I might get four or five shares. And maybe 16 comments on a video that I post there. Facebook is shadow banning me. Twitter, nobody sees anything that I post there either. So Parler shows up, like you said, and I get on there. I've got 350,000 followers on Parler. And if I would click that I've got Devin Nunes coming up today or Rudy Giuliani or President Trump, I'd get a flood of 5,000 people would show up and watch immediately. Then Parler was attacked by Amazon Web Services. and and, And I know it's not collusion, Devin, but I think it is. Apple and Google and everybody else attacked them. They went down. That that website doesn't work anymore. So take so take me from there. You and I both had huge presences on Parler. Yeah. You and I were both getting videos out on the video services where we thought it would work until they figured out Devin Nunes is saying the truth, and we can't let people know that. What happens then? Yeah. So so that's when I found uh, I was the guy who I just I said God I just, I just need a video player. All I wanted was a video player that when I send the email out and the link, people can click on it and it worked. Very simple. Right. So I just looked around and we found this company called Rumble and out of out of Canada. And I said, well, what the hell? You know, let's just call them. What the hell do we have to lose? Right. <laughs> and so we call them. And, and it was funny at first. Uh, Chris Pavlowski, the owner of Rumble, thought, well, is this this could be like some kind of con. Like, why would this congressman be reaching out to, right. to us? And then he realized it really was me. And then he thought that at first he was like really excited. And then he thought I was, I must be an idiot because I said, Hey, I just have one question for you. If I post my video on your site and I type in my name, Devin Nunes podcast, will it come up? And then he thought I was an idiot. He's like, well, of course it would. (laughs) It's like a trick question. Uh, uh, Yeah. And I said, well, it doesn't, it doesn't happen on YouTube. Right. And he's like, what? And he like goes in, types it up. And it was like a holy crap moment for him. So anyway, long story short, Joe, 9,000 followers on YouTube after four years, three weeks, 35,000 followers on Rumble, a site nobody had ever heard of. And in three months, I had nearly 400,000 followers, and now I have almost a million followers on on Rumble. So I lived it. Same thing with Parler. So anyway, you asked me, sorry to go a long way. No, it was great. That was great. To get to this, but but I lived this. I lived the censorship. And then, of course, millions of Americans being censored. Uh, people being blocked, the election essentially being thrown because of the Hunter Biden laptop story being being broken. Right. Parler, as you mentioned, getting uh, disconnected. Uh, President Trump being kicked off of every social media platform. I went around the country all 2021. I wrote a little book about this in 2020, by the way, called Countdown to Socialism, right. where I actually didn't even know, but I predicted the future of what was going to happen. And you know that was before Hunter Biden laptop. That was before Trump. That was before Parler. So 
all 2021, I, I went around the, the country saying, this has got to stop. Like we're, it's bad enough to fake news, 95% of the news being fake, being put up and created by tech oligarchs or oligarchs, then being funneled through a social media system, then being delivered directly into people's brains. I said, you know, we, we're, we're never going to win here. I said, we, you can't win a basic war, especially a propaganda war without communications. Right. So when President Trump announces, I had no idea he was going to do this when this when this project got announced in October. Uh, and then, you know, he called and asked me to do this job in December. And I was like, well, gosh, I know this is the most important issue at the highest level. And yes, you know, I had a high leadership position in the House. I was I was looking forward into doing you know more investigations. But I said, you know, who am I? Uh, you know, I know this is the right thing. I've been running around the country talking about it. Who am I to basically say, nah, I'm just not going to do it. Um, and and, and well, I'm glad that you did it. Well, I'm not glad that you left Congress. I mean, I want, I want to stick to my guns on that. I think that you were so effective in Congress to, to counter people like uh, like Adam Schiff and Eric Swalwell, who were just ridiculous people. Um, but but I, I see what you're saying. Social media has way more power than I think we even thought before Trump yeah. was deleted. When he was taken down, we realized the sway they had. When I could, Devin, if you and I followed each other on Twitter, and, and I, don't, I don't think we do, are you still on Twitter at all? No, okay. no, I quit, I quit posting like two years ago. And, and I don't blame you, but, but if yeah. we were following each other on Twitter and I sent you a direct message with the New York Post story about Hunter Biden's laptop, they would not let me send you a private direct message with that link. They wouldn't let you do it on Facebook either. How is that not election tampering? Why aren't, the, why aren't we talking about charges when Jack Dorsey says, ah, darn it, it was a mistake. Oh, darn it, that mistake cost about 10 to 16% of the vote to go for Biden that wouldn't have. Studies show that. No, no, no question. I mean, between the, you know, that's the, that's how the, the election really was rigged. Um, and I'm not even talking about any, I mean, it's, it's right in front of our eyes. It's Facebook spending nearly half a billion dollars to do this, uh, you know, to, to, to do the vote harvesting that they right. did in 10 states. Uh, and it's the bearing of the Hunter Biden laptop story. I mean, just right there, forget everything else that there changed the election. So, you know, look, we're we're in a, a very a very dark time, and and you know, but look, I thought what's happened, you know, just just in the last few months, is we've been able to build this working with Rumble, you know, using the Rumble cloud, our all of our infrastructure, zero tech oligarchs, you know, we are giving people a place that's going to be a safe place, right? Trying to take the best of Twitter, the best of Instagram, and you're one of our best users on that because you're posting videos, and Thank we you. keep learning from you as you post those. Um, and then ultimately, we're going to be taking the best of Facebook uh, and really kind of combining that on. And, and you know, we're the one place people can go that you're not going to have to worry about anything. We're not going to censor you politically, right? And we're never going to be canceled. And and it's a, it's just it's it's great. And I thought yesterday, you know, finally, you know, as President Trump had nothing he could possibly do other than go build his own company, right? And finally, we have someone stepping up. You know, Elon Musk, who is a no, I don't know. I don't know what he, politically what he is. He's probably kind of a, a middle of the road guy, but at least he's saying the right things and he's willing to at least take, you know, at least one of these platforms away from the the woke uh, freaks that we that we know are really bad. Now, right. you know, it's going to take a while for it to go through. Uh, you know, we're we, you know we're happy about it. it. You know, it's it's basically you know this gives us a little bit of a, a little bit of victory here the last couple of days, right? I mean, we're number one. 
in the app store. We continue to just, you know, continue to grow every hour by the hour. It's amazing. Uh, Elon Musk uh, taking, you know, taking Twitter. It's going to be interesting to see what he can do with it. It's a uh, former Congressman Devin Nunes. Now you're, you're Portuguese, right? So it is Nunes. It's not Nunez, yeah. right? That, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm Italian, so I, I, I know about that part of Europe, I guess. Um, uh, it's not Pags, it's Pagliarulo, which you know from the website. Um, uh, Truth Social CEO, I really do love the platform. Let me ask you some questions that people have been asking me since it first came out. Uh, uh-huh. People got very excited. They wanted to get on. Why not Google Play? Why isn't there a web UI? Because I think you'd have, obviously, you'd have twice as many, if not three times as many people on there now. Yeah, it, it's, it's pretty simple. Uh, the reason why is, is because... We have to just build this step by step, block by block. Um, we're not taking any shortcuts. Everything we do, we make sure that it's going to work, it's going to be reliable, and it's not going to be cancelable. So we do have the, the the web app ready to go. We're, we're actually in beta testing right now, Joe. Throw me uh, into that, Devin, because I, I'm a web app guy. So throw me into the beta test if you want my help. Oh, I'd yeah, love to. Well, yeah, actually, we will do that. <laughs> good, that, good. Yeah, we'll put you on the list because we're, we're doing it beta test now, so we'll get you there on that list. Nice. Um, our, our, our goal is to have that fully launched, which of course, if you know that if there's a, if there's a progressive web app, then it's available on any device, yes. right? So right. we should have that by, you know, by the end of May, that's the goal. And then, you know, we've been in discussions, you know, part of the problem, uh, is that, as you know, Google is not very friendly to us, right? Right. right. So, you know, we finally have an agreement with Google, uh, we're working with them. Uh, to ultimately be on the on the Google Play Store, so that's in development right now. But but we didn't have that until you know just a, a couple weeks ago. Well, Devin, was this a lesson learned from Parler? Because Parler was reliant on Amazon. Amazon easily took them down, and then everybody took them out of the App Store and the Google Play Store. They colluded, I believe. Um, yep. It was this was this just in an abundance of, of of care that you didn't want to go in and have any chance of somebody canceling you, as you said. That's that. That's exactly right. So, and, and look, what we've said in the fake news kind of. I mean, you know, because you were you were on the beta test, but right. but you know, the fake news went out there and and you know, basically said all this garbage about us, which you know, we're I'm used to, been dealing with it for for, for year, many right. years. Um, but you know, the, the truth was is that we you know we opened this up out to Apple for signups. We were gonna we were you know had a wait list. We were always gonna have a wait list, and I was very clear to people that. Look, we want to get, we want to take the whole first quarter, make sure this is right. All the fake news knew that. Secondly, I said, but we're not going to be beholden to any magical date. We're going to launch when we're ready to launch. Right. And what happened was, is last Thursday we were testing, you know, for several weeks on the Rumble Cloud. Last Thursday morning we made the switch to the Rumble Cloud. We cleared all the wait list, and then on Saturday we boom blew it wide open. So you know, we're only, you know, day three. Uh, basically, or, or I guess we're on day four of being fully open, and uh, look, we're just seeing the response uh, of what's of, of what's out there. The pe- you know people are flocking to us, and I think it's because you know people are going to ultimately they know they can trust President Trump and they can trust our team uh, here at True Social that you know that we're going to keep you know we're got we're like the you know, just we're going to go slow. We're going to take our time. I mean, we're working around the clock. I want yeah. people to know that it's not because we're not working, but we have to. We have to check and double check and triple check everything because the last thing I want to do 
uh, is be shut down by any of these people. I'm not going to. Yep. I'm not going to let it happen. It's Devin Nunes, CEO of Truth Social. Go to truthsocial.com. Find out more there. What's interesting to me is that every other day, big tech, big media, big anybody who was who, who could denigrate Trump would say Truth Social failed. It flopped. It's a failure. It's no good. It's not yeah. going anywhere. And the entire time you had a step by step plan that was being implemented, I would go on my show and say, "Listen, it works well for me, but I was in on the beta test. You'll be in soon enough. If you're on the waiting list, I don't think you really have to wait for 200,000 people in front of." You. I think it's going to happen pretty quickly. And thank God you did that just a few days ago. And then the stars did align. Uh, Devin, you and I both know that social media is not a zero-sum game. I can be on Twitter, Facebook, uh, Getter, uh, Truth Social, Instagram, and it doesn't hurt anybody if I'm on all of them. If you've got a favorite one, you can stick to that one. And maybe if, if you're not in media like me, you don't have all of them. But it doesn't really hurt that Elon Musk takes Twitter because now people will be more apt to say, okay, we've got two now that, that actually you know look at us and give us a, a real fair shake now. We can go on Truth, we can go on Twitter, we can go on either one or two and not worry about TikTok and not worry about Instagram or Facebook. Do you see it the same way? It's not a zero-sum game. It doesn't yeah. hurt you if I'm on Twitter, does it? That's it for part one of my special interview with CEO of True Social, Devin Nunes, part two tomorrow on the Joe Pag Show. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Tons going on. Not a whole lot of time to get to it this hour. we got another big hour coming your way. It'll be Brendan Carr next hour. Make sure you stick around for him. He is an FCC commissioner, and he's got a lot to say about uh, about the Twitter buyout, a lot to say about, about Section 230, a lot to say about net neutrality. Make sure you stick around for that. We appreciate you doing that. Let me, in the meantime, tell you about Superbeats. Superbeats are amazing. Superbeats, oh, listen, when you get older, we all know we get a little less energetic. More tired, more fatigued, don't have the energy to get through our entire days like we used to. Why not try Super Beats Heart Chews? I've been using these for a while now. They're really, really good. Tasty treat. They give you the energy that you need. They're good for you, too. No more afternoon coffees, energy drinks, candy for a quick pick-me-up. Two delicious plant-based Super Beats Heart Chews. Add those to your morning routine. They promote heart-healthy energy for your day without a caffeine crash. And by the way, these are really portable. Take them with you wherever you happen to go. Put them in your purse, put them in your gym bag, put them in your console, in your car, even in your pocket. This way you won't forget to take them. Um, the grapeseed extract is clinically researched and proven to promote heart-healthy energy and normal blood pressure as part of a healthy lifestyle. They've got a great deal going on right now, so get to the website and save up to 45% off, plus get free shipping, joelovesbeats.com. Their best offer available anywhere. Again, joelovesbeats.com, up to 45% off at joelovesbeats.com. Make that happen right now. I don't have a whole lot of time this hour. Appreciate you. We'll uh, we'll pick it up next hour. Lots more to get to, including Beto O'Rourke, who's running for a governor of the great state of Texas, tried to hold a campaign rally in a public place that's funded by public tax dollars, got turned away, and now he's he's claiming something up. We'll talk about that coming up. Keep it here.